Yes, it's a new dawn in the Nigerian Football Federation. Yes, as a new president has just been elected by the Nigerian Football Federation General Assembly. Yes, and the name of the new man in town, the new sheriff in town is Alhaji Ibrahim Musa Gusau. And he will be replacing Amadou Melvin Pinnick who has been at the glass house for the last eight years on the show today we shall be doing an x-ray of the performances of amadou pinnick in his, in his eight years stay as the nff president and we, are, we shall also be talking about the expectations from the newly elected executive committee i remain your regular anchor abdul hamid abdikarim you can also call me football jurist and this is sport analysis network niger football and Amza Halasa ensures that I shall not be working alone on the show. Yes, let me, let me introduce to you Amza Halasa, our regular analyst on the show. Amza, it's good to have you back on the show. Thank you, Football Jurist. I made happy independence. Yes, of course. This also coincides as the independence, yes, independence, as the independence episode. <coughs> as Nigeria celebrates. 62 years after independence. Yes. Amza, let me start by let me start from this. I mean, what has been your most memorable moment of Nigerian football since independence? Abdul Hamid, two, two are my most memorable moments. The 1994 winning squad, the 1994 Cup of Nations winning squad. I'm led by the late Stephen Keshi under the tutelage of Coach Clemens Westerhoff when they defeated Zambia in that final by two goals to one. Two goals by Emmanuel Amoneke, uh, yes. And also the Atlanta Olympics gold medal winning feat achieved by the Dream Team 1 under the tutelage of Coach Johannes Bonfrey, Abdul Hamid. That is my highlight, my most memorable time. And these are matches. These are tournaments. I followed from the beginning till the end. I watched those matches and matches. So I am talking firsthand, Abdullah Hamid. Yes, yes, that's very that's a very good one, Amza. Yes, Amza, let's quickly let's quickly delve, let's quickly delve into the media talking points on the show. Quickly, let's talk about let's talk about Amadi Phoenix's uh, career stay as NFL president. What do we make of him after his eight years stay? Has this been a disaster? Was it a disaster for our Nigerian football? Did he make our football grace hard, like many have said? Or you are part of the minority who believes that our mayor of Phoenix has done well for Nigerian football in the last eight years? For me, Abdul Hamid would have done better. I will score him a four over 10. I will give him a 40% on a scale of 100. Amadou Phoenix would have done better with Nigerian football. From where we were coming from, um, and Ibrahim Megaris tenure of um, four years, he was able to get 13 trophies for Nigeria in different competitions, um, both the women and the male folks. Uh, Amadou Phoenix with eight years can only boast of three major tournaments. Um, during uh, Megaris time, we achieved some feats that we were not able to replicate in Amadou Phoenix time. 
So when you put that on a scale, when you benchmark Amadou Pimik's um, tenure with that of his predecessor in office, in the person of Aminu Megari, I would want to say Amadou Pimik did not live up to expectations. Abdul Hamid, as I talk, uh, as we speak at the moment, the World Cup is coming up in less than two party, uh, in less than two months' time. Nigeria will not be part of the party. It happened under Amadou Pimik's tenure. Abdul Hamid, as I speak, we are yet to recover from a poor showing in the African Cup of Nations, the penultimate and, uh, edition. Abdul Hamid, it was in the tenure of Amadou Pinik. Before his tenure came in, his predecessor had won the World Cup with um, Coach Stephen Keshi, the late Coach Stephen Keshi. So if we benchmark, um, you said? The Nations Cup, not the World Cup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, slip of my tongue. Oh, okay, okay perhaps maybe the next edition of the World Cup will be won by Nigeria. Sorry, <laughs> the Nations Cup, Nigeria won it in 2013 with um, coach Stephen Keshi. So when you benchmark this against um, what Amadou Pinik achieved, lastly, let me also say, the Chan Eagles failed to qualify again, um, um, regrettably, against the Black uh, Stars side, um, um, the Ghanaian side, um, our Perina rivals. So when you put all this in a scale and consider the problems that has bedeviled our local football, then you might want to say Amadou Pinik's tenure was not really worth the while for Nigerian football and we hope it gets better from there or from here. I mean, don't you think he did all he could to make things better? Yes, for instance, yes, he appointed five Super Eagles coach during his stay as a career, trying to get a suitable man for the job. I mean, it, we tried all sorts of local coaches for our underage teams, but they performed below expectation. I remember Imama Kakabu, yes, after his failure to buy the gym team for the World Cup, he boldly came out to say, that our players were not good enough. Don't you think putting all this blame on Pinnick is just too much? Don't you think we are putting too blame, too much blame on the former Delta FA chairman? I don't mean. What we say is the box stops on his table. Now, let's look at it this way. If during his tenure, for instance, Nigeria had won the Nations Cup like two, three times. If during his tenure, we have qualified for the World Cup back-to-back, -back, qualified for all the African Cup of Nations played, and at least made a bet in the semifinals, Amadou Pinik would have been waxing, uh, waxing lyrical, taking all the accolades, taking all the, all, all, the, um, all the good that comes with being successful. So since we did not witness that, then all the shortcomings should also should put should be put at his doorstep. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I hear he was able to um, use some homegrown coaches, but before Abdul Hamid, you agree with me that mostly these age grade competitions we always use our homegrown coaches. So Ahmad Jupinik has not done anything exceptional. He has not experimented with anything that has not been heard of in Nigerian football. Need I remind you? It's during the tenure of Ahmad Jupinik we had a Genet Raw whom his contract was shrouded in secrecy. We hardly know what the details of his contracts are. That is not to be a public servant. Amadou Pinik is a public servant. So administratively, you could say a whole lot was wrong with the way he and his board ran Nigerian football, Abdul Hamid. I mean, I mean in your own opinion, I mean, what was the reason why yes, Amadou Pinik and his, and his cohorts failed woefully? For me, I think um, primarily one of the problems was um, the board came in, not on a very good note, you recall, um, there were a lot of infightings when he came in, um, the politics. Let me start by saying the politics. Amar Jupinik did not play the politics very well. Um, some people might want to point out the fact that in terms of getting um, players, 
play for the national team and things like that, he was able to do it very well. For me, I think he prioritized what was not important and uh, compared to what was important. So when you talk about the Super Eagles, here yeah, we hear he went abroad, he met with players. Ordinarily, I don't think, I beg to defer, that should not be the primary responsibility of the healthman, of the NFF president. That is why we have coaches. That is why we have scouts. That is why we have the NFF technical department. I think he saddled himself with so much responsibility. He saddled himself with so much work that would have, that ordinarily would have not been his responsibility. You get my point, Abdul Hamid. Again, I think um, this might not necessarily be um, um, Amadou Pinnick's fault, but I think there was also some level of interference from the sports ministry. That also, um, maybe to an extent, um, threw spanners into the works of his administration. But by and large, comparatively, I think Amadou Pinnick board did not prioritize what it ought to prioritize and that is was its own greatest undoing, Abdul Hamid. I mean, yes, and that leads to the question: What should they have prioritized? Yeah, Amza, are you still with me? Very well, Abdul Hamid. I can hear you. Yes, I mean, what should, I mean, you said they didn't prioritize what they should, what, they, what they should have prioritized, and what could, I mean, what. I mean, what, what could that be? Sorry, I didn't get what you said. I mean, he said Amadou Pinnick and his cohort failed to prioritize what they should have prioritized. Then I'm asking, what could that be? Abdul Hamid, prioritizing. Um, like that, when you talk about selection of coaches for the national team, I don't think there was any time where an interview session that was held publicly in the full eyes of the public was done for in selecting coaches for the national team, especially for our age grade teams. I don't know of any. From ordinarily, if you want to employ people, shortlist their names. All we normally hear during Ramadu Pinnick's time was, oh, so 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 coach has been uh, appointed to tinker with so 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 national team, uh, so 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 team, uh, so 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 coach has done this, so so. Ordinarily, I don't think that is the best way to select coaches. So one of the uh, first way I think he failed, it was uh, his board failed, was in the selection of coaches. Again, Amadou Pinnick dissipated so much energy, um, um, spending so much scarce resources, junketing the globe, looking for so-called Nigerian um, players abroad. That ordinarily should have not been his responsibility. I think such um, funds should have been channeled to much more productive ventures, like um, taking the coaches for refresher courses, taking his backroom staff, taking members of the NFF board to coaches to see how things are done in well-established or uh, organizations. Abdul Hamid, again, why you want to look at it holistically? Amadou Pinnick's board, in terms of, um, uh, what was it called now? Appointment of coaches, like I mentioned earlier on, um, that of Genetro. I think Genetro was not the best Nigeria could have got, gotten at the moment. Before Kenetra came into Nigeria as a coach of the Super Eagles, what were his antecedents? What major tournament has he won? We have talked about this in this show before. So you begin to wonder, what was the, um, um, and the criteria for appointing Kenetra? So those are some of the problems uh, Amadou Pinnick uh, board did not really do well with. Again, when you talk about the 8th grade competition, what was the selection method? How did he select those coaches? Um, his board select those coaches that we had to take the various uh, national teams, the age grade national teams, to different tournaments. So those are the problems. Again, 
you begin to wonder, uh, our domestic league, our league, um, the LMC, let's say the LMC um, is a corporate body, so NFF does not really have a direct interference in the running of the league. But what of the ITO Cup? How did Amajupinik board fare with the Federations Cup? The penultimate edition, the last edition was not held. No thanks to administrative gaffes um, of the Amajupinik board. Come to think of it, Abdul, uh, uh, Abdul Hamid, which is more important, planning and executing the ITO Cup or going around the globe, Europe, Asia, America, whatever you, the countries might be, to look for players, to ask or take um, photographs with players, all in the hope of these are players. All these players, you are junketing the globe looking, but did not prioritize okay. what it ought to prioritize. All right. Thank all, you. Did not prioritize. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. Yes. The next one, yes, couldn't, yes, didn't let me get that last, that, uh, last part of your statement. Yes, quickly, let's talk about the newly elected, uh, uh, the newly elected board. Yes, Dunaga News. That. Yes, Ibrahim Musa Gusau was named as, yes, was elected as the new president. And the first, uh, first, uh, the first vice president is the person of Felix Anjasi Agu. Then we have the chairman of chairman, Ahmed Yusuf Fresh, a familiar, uh, yes, a familiar face. On New Central, we have right on the Bumagwe chain, and yes, and a whole lot of others. Of course, Aisha Faloday is also representing South South. I mean, Amza, don't you think Amadou Melvi Penic has left too much for these guys to succeed? I mean, I've left too much goals. I mean, I've left too much, um, how would I call it? Uh, too much void for these guys to fill in in four years. To a very last and Abdul Hamid, but like somebody pointed out earlier on, like somebody pointed out earlier on, um, the members of this newly constituted board are people that have been around for some time. You get they are people that have been um in the Nigerian football circles um, for some time. Should understand what it is. That's why you say um they leave so much um, void um to be filled. To an extent, I agree. But these things are things that can be done. They are not things, they are not obstacles that are not, that are not surmountable. You get my drift, Abdul Hamid. Um, if, um, like we mentioned earlier on, or like I mentioned earlier on, um, Amin Omegari's board were able to achieve so much, starting trophies in four years, then this new board can also achieve that. What it matters most is just for them to hit the ground running and get things. And for me, I'm a bit very upbeat um, with um, the inclusion of persons like uh, the, the chairman himself of the board, um, Guso, and people like um, Felix Anyansi Agu. Felix Anyansi Agu, the administrator of um, Aimba Football Club of Aba, had been able to show us what he can do, you understand, in terms of running football um, with his modest achievement with Aimba Football Club of Aba. Take it or you leave it. His Aimba Football Club of Aba is the most professionally run club in the MPFL as we speak, is the most successful MPF club as we speak, won the Cup Champions League back-to-back. -back. Um, you might not want to run away from that. And some of the successes, some of the respect we enjoy on the African continent, we owe it to Aimba Football Club of Aba. And whom did they achieve all that under is the person of Felix Ayansi Agu. We also have persons like Aisha Follow the Joshi has been there. We hope these people will come together and fill this void that seemingly is looking too large, Abdul Hamid. I mean, what would be the biggest achievement for these guys in four years' time? 
Sorry, I didn't get that, Abdul Hamid. What will be their biggest achievement in four years' time? If you were to read them in four years' time, what will be that thing that they would have achieved and would have allowed you to give them a hundred percent mean score? Three three things, Abdul Hamid. Number one, let our local league improve. Let our ranking in our uh, 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 of our local league in in, in with our others. African continent and countries. When the ranking comes up, let me see a remarkable leap, a leap in our positioning in um, positioning of African le uh, leagues in the African continent. That's number one. Number two, qualifying for the World Cup. And who says surpassing the second uh, stay, second round we, that has been our highest achievement in France 1998 and um, France um, France 1998, Russia 2018 and US 94. Surpassing that will be a very huge achievement. And of course play in the semi-finals of the Nations Cup and ultimately winning it will be their biggest achievement. Three things, three things, Abdul Hamid, that will begin to talk that this team or this board has been very, very successful after four years. All right, just talking about the improvement of the league. I mean, don't you think, I mean, we are putting, I mean, too much hope on these guys, considering the fact that they won't be the only one responsible for the improvement of the leagues. What about the various FA chairman? What about the various persons in charge of these football clubs? told us during uh, in his manifesto that primary let me quote him verbatim now he said rebuilding and rejuvenating our domestically into office the npfl nl nlo and the nwfl for women league is key in the progress of nigerian football if our leagues are vibrant i believe the success team abdul Like I said, uh, um, Gusau had said, if our leagues are vibrant, I believe the successes will reflect on the performances of our national team. So he knows what it takes. He has taken responsibility. He knows the box stops on his table. Um, he knows, like you mentioned, that um, other stakeholders will be there that will also be playing a role in the run of Nigerian football. As somebody who is experienced, who has been around in our football circles, he knows what it takes. He knows the expectations. And I think... He have, might have done his homework very well and we just hope he succeeds. If he succeeds, it's good for us, the football pundits, the football followers, and also for our football in its entirety, Abdul Hamid. I mean, and what would be his major obstacle? For me, two things I think might just be his major obstacles. Number one, interference, like we talked about during the tenure of Ahmad Jupinik, the interference from the Ministry of Youth and Sport might just be an obstacle then number two, the bureaucratic nature of running things in Nigerian football. That aside, I think every other team would be primarily under his control. Appointment of coaches, the budget, getting sponsorship, things like that, uh, qualifying for World Cups, appointment of coaches, all other ones will be his control. But for things, extraneous factor that will not be under his control, interference from the football house, and of course, the issue of, like I mentioned uh, earlier on, Abdul Hamid. All right, thanks very much, Amza. I can't thank you enough for coming on to this episode. Yes, do not forget that Sport Analysis Network Nigeria Football drops 5 p.m. every Friday, Nigeria. Yes, sorry, drops every 5 p.m. Nigerian time every Monday. Do not forget that you can follow Sport Analysis Network on Twitter. The tweet, the Twitter, and the tweet at Sun in capital letters on Facebook. Sport Analysis Network is the name. 
and on Instagram Sport Analysis Network is the name. Do enjoy the week. Au revoir. Can you feel it? Can you feel it?